0: okay let's really to see what everybody sounds like really quick Audio's good just want to get the levels in your headphones okay, okay. um Pam how do you sound or what does it sound like you want to bring it up bring it down
1: oh uh, you can bring it down a little
0: bring it down how about that bow, 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 that's bow, good bow. close
2: check 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 bring me up some bow. check that's good. Yeah, I like it. Oh, cool. Yeah, everybody sounds good. And me,
0: me, me. who is that's excessive. You're right. very excessive. <laughs> we need absolute <laughs> silence for about 15 seconds because all this uh, peripheral noise, I can edit it out if we record it.
2: <laughs> all right, cool. Oh, my God. Excellent. This is I was wondering great. if you guys could be silent for
1: 15
2: seconds. Oh, it's no, very hard. So it like
0: nine seconds? <laughs> yeah,
2: it's, uh, <laughs> it's very hard. Very hard. So, as the rotor turns, this is going to be a quick episode. Yes. And I think you're doing some video recording.
0: Yes, this is our first video episode.
2: Uh, yeah. <laughs> Ryan's very excited about this. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's like, you know, like he took a shot of meth before he did It's not really allegedly.
0: Wow. So, listen. Can uh, you shoot meth?
2: Like, I, I don't know. never tried that before. I
0: mean, I definitely don't think you can drink
2: it. So you know what's hilarious is, uh, before we get started, though, like a quick disclaimer, this is um, my opinion. And mine. And Ryan's. Yeah. Uh, not of the Rescue Company one. And pants, whatever she says. Yeah, not yeah. Accountability <laughs> <whatever she> says. <laughs> not of not of anybody's employer of the Rescue Company one or anybody else to them. You know, we offend you. I'm really sorry. You know, just turn the motherfucker off. So that being said, Ryan, check this out. What you got? Like when we were listening to, you know, the, the uh, small town murder, you know, a little shout out to those guys, out uh, podcast, they were talking about your hometown. We found out there's like a bunch of Mexican people, more than white people.
0: We and More than, but just about as much as.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and like you guys make a lot of meth over there.
0: Oh, yeah. So when I was stationed at Fort Lewis, it was right next to where I grew up. Like we'd go out and do field training exercises. They would tell us while we we're on post, like, hey. As We're going through the woods, like <laughs> look for these things, and people would find them. I've never
2: found one, or the guys I was with, look. but they find them out there. Almost. Look for some meth people over there, man. So, this is gonna be a quick episode because we've been teaching all week, yeah. And as you can see, there's a bunch of stuff. Uh, Ryan's like hard at work organizing because next week we teach the same thing all over again, and it's actually on the road. So, this is kind of one of those things that when we travel, people don't understand we got to make everything that happens here happen somewhere else. And we can't run home and get something out of the storage thing. So yeah. uh so Ryan's making sure we have everything we need uh for this. Ooh, yeah, that's loud. And uh so we're gonna do a quick episode. We have some guests though that we should introduce. We have Pam.
1: Hello.
2: Pam, tell people about you.
1: I'm Pamela. I <laughs> just got a job with air care. I just did awesome. Carlos's awesome class to help me prepare for this new job. And I was an ER and a trauma burn ICU nurse for the last
2: 10 years cool and and basically this is going to be like uh you know Pam's going to give you like the uh the fast uh how she got here which is probably not fast it was probably a long road as far as you think right yeah and uh but we have some other people to introduce that are here uh so Chris say hi to everybody if people can hear you (laughs) And this is Chris, he's in, like, he's one of the people that just keeps showing up to class all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Obviously, Trish laughing in the background, you hear, and we have a very special guest, he came from very far, he gets the far person award. (laughs) 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 Scream your name out so people hear you. Kevin. Kevin. Welcome, Kevin. Kevin's here from California, so, like, he's been, like, it's, like, pretty far, so, you know, glad, hopefully we made it good for him while he was here. (laughs) um so you know um Pam like like it's I've ran into you like a bunch of times right you know like through through throughout the years here and stuff and and it's been one of those like you pretty unique because you know you're probably out of the nurses I've seen they've gone hired with us at the program you're one of the people like like from day one I think like the first time I ever met you you wanted to fly like this is where you wanted to be and And, um, you know, being that I've been in your position as far as, like, wanting to be here. I got goosebumps telling you. Wanting to be here so bad. And you're doing all those things. Thank you, sir. Yes. You know? um, Just, you know.
0: I don't think there's an episode without that.
2: Yeah. (laughs) People want to know, like, you know, like, what steps it took and, like, you know, if if, if possible. You know, whatever you want to share.
1: For sure. Um, So... Pretty much after my second year in the ER, that's kind of when I knew that flight was what I wanted to do. And that came from seeing air care come in to pick up patients from the ER where I was. Because I would see air care come in, and I would watch the crew, and I I just thought to myself, that's the kind of autonomy I want to have and the kind of knowledge I want to have. I knew at that point I was nowhere near having that knowledge, but I knew that that's where I wanted to be. So pretty much from that point, I, you know, found a couple people. You were one of them. Rob was one of them. Um, Heather, eventually, there were several people from AirCare who were very, very approachable, which that was another key to me that I knew that was a company that I would want to work for because everybody was approachable. It wasn't like, oh, you know, you're a baby nurse in the ER. You can't do this. You don't have, you know, you're nowhere close. No one had that kind of attitude. It was hey, that's great to know. It's good to know that that's what you want to do. And everybody kind of told me, this is what you need. This is what you need to work on. Yeah. And you included. I followed advice you gave me. You know, you said you have the ER background. You've got to get the ICU. You know, do this and this. Um, Heather gave me, you know, courses, books, you know, people to follow um, and conferences, that kind of thing. So pretty much from then on, I kind of created a checklist for myself. The type of experience that I needed to get, the type of patients I needed to know how to take care of, courses, uh, conferences, and just, I mean, hacked away at that and made sure that everything that I was doing was in line with that.
2: You know, I, I think one of the things that a lot of people don't, and I was just just talking to somebody the other day, and I, and I brought this up. I was like, you know, the your burn ICU experience, that burn trauma ICU, that, that, that's, ve- that's it's so invaluable. Like and you, you're you you don't under, you don't even know yet that as a new person, how much you got to offer to all of us to been not in your position. And then you have that opportunity to see the patient after we drop them off. You know what I mean? So like you have perspective that we don't have. and, and I And I want you to like kind of remember that because I think you got so much you can bring to the yeah. table as a new person because you're coming from seeing that patient. Yeah. And and, and, uh, and and that to me is like, man, like there's there even like there's just so many um, ins and outs. You brought some up in class. We were talking about earlier the the adrenal insufficiency and stuff in patients and yeah. that stuff. You and I'm gonna tell you, you will be the best flight nurse that that this program has seen in a long time because you can see step five. You can see ahead of the patient before you know we're still stuck in one step. You already seen that patient. This is gonna look like this tomorrow. Yeah. So let's do it like that. So I I think that that's huge, man. I like and, and, you know, like that's not an easy ICU to get to.
1: Yeah, I I was really excited. Like I had um, in nursing school, I had worked on um, the trauma step down unit and we would every once in a while get to go over to trauma ICU. And yeah. I remember at that time watching those nurses and just thinking, this is probably the most difficult job I've seen. You know, what is oh, it yeah. like to get here? And, um, you know, once I had my ER experience, I'll be honest, I didn't really want to go to ICU.
2: Yo, it's hard in to leave the, the past,
1: ER. I, I was like, man, I love ER. Like, this is, you know, this is what I love to do. So it was kind of weird leaving a job that I still liked, you know. When yeah. People leave a job because they're like, ah, I don't like this anymore. You know, I left because I had a goal in mind and I knew I needed to go to ICU. So I went and um, I ended up really actually getting so much more out of it than I even thought. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I learned more in those couple of years than I ever expected to. I mean, three times more because it wasn't just trauma either. Um, it's run by the surgical critical care team at ORMC. So those surgeons do trauma, but they also do all of the complex surgical cases. So I went in thinking I was only going to take care of trauma and burns. But then it turned out I took care of we had all
2: Every of those complex real surgical sick cases, yep.
1: which, you know, any really complex surgical case also has this like huge plethora of medical problems that you also have to take care of. Um, so I got way more out of it than I ever you know thought that I would.
2: Now in that in that you guys Do right? you hear that um, a little bit not not as much it's like a
0: like a crackle
2: yeah I think it's just the thing the atmosphere one second okay go so you, you know ooh that was loud I heard that. yeah <laughs> so you know one of the things that that uh is, is that like a one-to-one icu when you're in there like just one person
1: no no the only time you would ever have just a one-to-one is if you had a patient who was on like crrt but other than that it's, it was usually two to one sometimes three if your patients weren't that acute but usually it was two to one and they were they were sick two to ones you know you could have like a 80% burn is one of your patients whose burn dressing is going to take three hours of your day. Yeah, And then you still have your person next door who you're, you know, fi- not fingers crossed they're okay, but, you yeah. know, you had to have a buddy system kind of like in the ER. You know, hey, I'm going to be in here for quite a while. Can you keep an eye on this person next door? And
2: so, you know, one of the things that people don't realize and, you know, some a lot of parts of the country, the, the, the RN on the helicopter doesn't have to be a paramedic. Mm-hmm. But our program happens to be one of those. So, like, the whole time you're going from the ER to stuff, you're also going to different classes and stuff that people may not know. So t- tell them a yeah. little bit about that.
1: Um, you know, I know some people might say, oh, well, you kind of cheated. And you, were a ner- you were a nurse first, and then you went through EMT and tested out, which is true. I mm. wish I could have had the time to go through the entire paramedic program, but I was fortunate enough to go to one in the area where they at least let me go do the paramedic ride-alongs, and they let me go through the paramedic airway classes. Yeah. And so... You know, it wasn't part of the program that I was enrolled in, but I at least got to have those pieces because that was a big part of what I knew you, you, that I was missing was the <laughs> skills portion of it and yeah, the street time portion of it. So I tried as much as possible to get
2: that experience, a- and that's good. Life. You know, like anybody that trash talks that. So like what Pam's saying, the state of Florida happens to be one of those places. <laughs> if you're an RN, a physician, um, RT, or anything, you can go to EMT class. And once you're an EMT, that yeah, state of Florida EMT, you can um, challenge the paramedic test but I always tell people that would talk shit about something like that is this if you won a million dollars versus you earned it you still got a million dollars right (laughs) You see what I'm saying? You still got a fucking million dollars, man. It's like, it, it, if uh, it's, uh, it's, you know, it's not a shortcut or anything. You didn't shortcut anything. You still had like two years of school you got to go to, and, and that's what they're taking into account, you know. And that's yeah.
0: But I think she had the right approach, though. She yeah, she. Tried to do yeah, she did. And there's a lot of people who do go that route that don't, don't do that the effort. Yeah, don't. You
2: know. They're not that. That's the. That's the other. That's the big thing that I. Like, uh, People don't do. They yeah. don't take the time to go learn how to do airways. Cause then you're a like,
0: liability. You know, you're expected to have a certain skill set, and you show up on scene, and you're like, "Well, I don't know how to do that."
2: <laughs> you know. Yeah. <laughs> you know. And, and you know, I think though, Pam, too, that the the like you you were that uh, you, it, it was it was cool to watch you kind of like progress and like make it to the team and all that stuff. And you know, it's uh, um, and, and, and like one of the things that that through throughout like the COVID pandemic and stuff like that, it's one of those places you don't want to like you don't want to change units <laughs> you know what I mean people losing their jobs and stuff like that and then yeah. you know I, I don't know if that was something that was on your mind like the whole time you're like you here you are you're in like this limbo area and then like you're you know you know you're having a baby just had a baby yeah. right yeah and, and, and like um to me that for me it would be would be difficult. You know, I'm sitting in this limbo. This pandemic, people are going out of work, and you're going to be the lowest person on a unit, and all that. To, are they gonna keep me? Is that anything you thought about when you were?
1: Yeah, I did. It was kind of like you said. It was a tumultuous little period there, where kind of nobody knew what was going to happen in the hospitals. Some days they have no patients in the ICU. The next day they'd have they'd be completely overwhelmed. It was a really strange yeah. period. They actually, I think, let several people go. You know, in our hospital systems and things like that. Um, but at the same time, healthcare is healthcare, and people That's are always going to need you know healthcare yeah. services. And when it comes down to it, I mean, this was a goal that I had. I've worked towards it really hard. And I wake up right now, kind of feel like I have to pinch myself that I'm here. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, for me at least, like, the hard work is still ahead of me. Like, yeah, I did absolutely. all of those things, you know, to get here. But now I'm going to have to work twice, three times as hard to make sure I'm good at this job. So, and,
2: and, you know, like, I, I, 20 years later, I still do the same thing. You know, 20 years later, man, I still feel like the first day. Like it's it's one of those things that, um, you know, I, and I would say like until till Trish was around, like I, I've I've never not had a hard time going to work, and that's the only hard time going to work is that she ain't coming to work with me because they won't allow that. <laughs> so, but the reality is, is like, man, I still show up there, man. I'm just happier than shit. It's like, you know, yeah. you go out, you almost look to see if there's a helicopter over there. You're like, oh, there it is. And, you know, and it's like, it's still, it's still so new to me. It's, it's new. And if you never lose that, yeah. you don't work a fucking day in your life. Yeah. yeah. And this isn't
1: my first career. Like, I actually had a bachelor's before I became a nurse. I worked in public relations and government relations. And that was the kind of job where it kind of eventually got to where I was, like, dragging myself in. And, you know, I didn't feel fulfilled by that type of work. And it was almost like you had to force yourself to do it, even though I was spoiled. I had a great office. I had all these really nice clients and things like yeah. that. But I left that because it wasn't fulfilling to me. And then now I'm just happy to work in an area where you know sometimes my husband will tease me because he's like are you still working on that you've been you know researching this (laughs) for hours or reading that for hours you know you already know that or you know but I enjoy you know gaining more knowledge I enjoy learning new things about this because with healthcare, there's never you're never done learning there's always something new you know that you can find out about or learn about
2: yeah that's why I like it and you know like do we ever really know it you know, it's like man, I was it's always I, changing, too. So. Yeah, it's just like that's that's the biggest thing, you know. Yeah. But you know, man, I do appreciate your time today, and I appreciate you this week coming to class, and it's awesome, you know. Uh, to, and I love having the air care people. Then you can see, like, they trickle in throughout the week from time to time, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, it, it to me, Pam, and I tell you this, and I've said it in previous podcasts. I said this place was is a dream, and it's it still is. It, it still is that. That uh, or you know, Orlando Health air care team, like that, that thing was it, it, I still can't believe the days i uh, you know I put on the red ninja suit. <laughs> and, I, and I go to work, you know. So uh, duh, I do appreciate you coming here and sharing your story. I know Ryan has something special he wants to do. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh, oh Lord. Yeah. <laughs> so, so this is my first. <laughs> yeah. So it's my first time drinking. <laughs> no, yeah. We know that. <laughs>
2: yeah, absolutely. So that's some Brugal right there, man. So you, you, yeah, it's a, we had a cool opportunity this week. We had uh, two physicians from the Dominican Republic in class, they were COVID free. That's test. It was so that. cool, by yeah.
1: the way, to hear, like, to talk to some of the people that were here from yeah. other areas and to hear their stories and things they had done, like, you know, being in Puerto Rico during hurricanes.
2: Yeah, like, I know, right? So had, that was really cool. <laughs> and uh, we had a nurse that works with them, and they fly for heli dose over there in the Dominican Republic. Most? It's cool. Oh, thank you, sir. Yes, sir. And uh they brought us this Bruga, which is a special like a small batch type thing. It doesn't look like a small batch of anything, like it's just a giant bottle of uh something. And uh we're gonna try this thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh oh, I, gentlemen. So
0: Trish.
2: Oh, just a little bit. <laughs> yeah. yeah, try it up. You know, get everybody shot.
0: I'm good. And you're drinking for two, right? (laughs) No, man.
2: You guys are gonna have to cheers for me. I can't handle that. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. Yep. There he goes. Ryan types of peoples. You know, um, Rondo, What's up, brother? I will say this because I know we got to keep it quick so you can uh, put this thing up. Um, I will appreciate you, man, your hard work this week, bro. Thanks. Like, you know, everybody can look around this, the, the amount of um, stuff that goes into this. And um, I remember when it was just me and her doing this. And it's uh, do appreciate the absolute uh, hard work, man. And that goes on said, I've said it before. Thank you. You're welcome. Right, man. So, I really thank you
0: too. Yeah, <laughs> so, <I'm super> <laughs>
2: so cheers, man. Cheers, ready cheers. in the room. Up. Ooh,
0: I'm glad those guys came to class.
2: <laughs> that is good, ain't it? That's really good. That's pure sugar cane, homie. That's right. pure sugar cane. So, as the road of turn, guys, thank you. Short episode for you. Thank you, Miss Pam. Thank you guys. Thank you. And and congratulations. Thank you very much. Ah.
1: I appreciate that. And I look forward to learning from you guys
2: and no, we look forward to learning from you. You know, we look forward to learning from you. Absolutely. All right, Ryan. Go fuck yourself. <laughs>